praise away. Praise away. Praise away. They are my good friends. Voice my wife. Hey, it's the hey, praise down, everybody. everybody. It's the praise down. We've done it. This is it. A little bit of a musical opening. A little bit of a musical opening. For you. Um, uh, this is a podcast about Christian music that's helmed by... Uh, Famously secular, I would I would mm-hmm. say famously would at this say point. So. I'd yeah. say we notoriously. I, I'd say that our crowd level, our clout levels have <laughs> grown. Mm-hmm. Um, our crowd levels have not. I've gotten stayed the same. We've gotten less German over time. Mm-hmm. Um, I've stayed the same amount of German. I'm Heath Huffman. I I do this, and, and <laughs> <laughs> I'm Alex. I do this too. I'm Alex Sanchez, and, and we're we're joined by uh, sound engineer uh, Jamie Clark. Hey Hello, Jamie. Jamie. Hey. Uh, and that's it. No guests. No so, guests. So this you know is... what you know what that means. Ooh, baby. You what does it mean? Means we can be uh, freaking. Uh, we can be weird. On we can the... get finally. We, we can be weird on this one. We don't have like a guest that we have to be like. We're kind of normal. We don't have to pretend to be professionals. We're, we're kind of normal. You do do a podcast. We're uh, we're doing a like just... interview questions. We're having it uh, just the big friends one this time for a very special reason. Uh, this is the first year that the podcast is uh, celebrating big boy season. It's big boy season, everybody. You know it. Gather around um, the big boy log uh, and the campfire with so, your family. So the way you always start big boy season is with, well, an FAQ. Yeah. Um, just a, you, you gather around the fire and uh, and and your mom or your dad or, or, or whomever, your guardian. Your niece. Delivers you. Uh, an FAQ on big boy season. Uh, first question is, uh, can, can only boys participate? No. No. Uh, we, we've settled. It, it's called big boy season because it's alliterative. Yep. And uh, funny it, yeah, sounding. It, it's, yeah, it's funny sounding to say big boy season. Uh, and, and, and that's what it was known as originally, and that's uh, how we're going to keep it. However. Mm-hmm. And I would, uh, I would, I would also... Uh, Drop in here uh, at this point. Just a content warning about food and eating, yeah. um, and bodies generally. Just body stuff. It's all positive. It's all fun. Yeah. Um, but you know, I can imagine not wanting to hear about it. So uh, we'll continue. The second question in the FAQ is: How do you celebrate Big Boy season? Well, uh, well, well. Let's 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 hold off on that. I've got I've right. got a, I've got a better question that sort of escalates the. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, when does Big Boy season take place? That's a great question. It takes place from November 1st, the day after Halloween. Yeah. To. I would say March 23rd. Ooh, that's too late. I think that's. Yeah. Uh, I think Groundhog Day, regardless of the result. Wow. <laughs> is the end of big boy season. Uh, did you know that I'm going to start a, a Groundhog Day themed 70s punk cover band called Hunk Satani Phil and his Punk Satani Phils. <laughs> I truly wish you would. I truly wish you would, buddy. You know that I won't. 
so that's that's a long time. Big boy season's a big part of the year, uh, the way we celebrate it here at the Praise Down. The, mm-hmm. the, the third question is, you know, I teased this earlier, uh, how do you celebrate big boy season? Yeah. And, and, and there's not a hard and fast answer to that. There's no rule book. We would never um, presume to write a rule book about big boy season. Um, there are, however, some just sort of general, um, not even guidelines, just sort of things that are in the spirit of big boy season. The, there, are, there are a lot of ways that you can celebrate big boy season. Yes. A lot of them revolve around eating a bunch. Yeah. Getting for the purpose of becoming larger physically. Yes. And more imposing and stronger. And maybe more jolly. Yeah. Just generally. Warmer. Warmer, better insulated. Um, just ready to withstand the winter. That's kind of why our ancestors celebrated big boy season. Big boy season is sort of about increasing your constitution. That's why bears continue to. Yep. Yeah. Now, can you celebrate big boy season and celebrate uh, your your current set of religious holidays sure it's not a religious holiday yeah in fact it borrows from other holidays yep uh you can have a better big boy season if you have a good thanksgiving yep am i right yeah a good christmas yeah a good new year's feast yeah do they do that do you do a new year's feast a good valentine's (laughs) day feast feast (laughs) wait that's after Groundhog Day, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, Valentine's Day is canceled then. I think big boy season should extend into Valentine's Day. Because it's still cold. Because Valentine's Day is a cuddling sort of yeah. day. Yeah. And way more than it is a fucking holiday. And who and who better to cuddle with than just the biggest version of yourself? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like Valentine's Day is Less of a fucking holiday than, like, Halloween or St. Patrick's Day or New Year's or Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I hear only Democrats do that. Yeah. Have Valentine's sex Day on Christmas. Cuddling. <laughs> so, uh, to get larger, to get cuddlier, um, here are what, – what are some things we can do? Well, one thing I can tell you, and one thing that uh, kind of rolls into my big boy season celebration, aside from aside from eating and not uh, stressing too much about what my body starts to look like for for it, uh, big boy season. The the first half of big boy season is the least busy time of year at every gym across the United States. Mm, love knowing that. Expand on that. Well, you see, everybody's everybody who's uh, kind of inconsistent at the gym uh, has given themselves big boy season off, which is their right to do. Sure, um, it's not what I would do, but it's a valid way to celebrate. And they just say, and they say, uh, on January first, you know, I'm going. My New Year's resolution is to go back to the gym, and so. Uh, Good for them. I hope it sticks. But for the time being, while they're emotionally preparing to go to the gym, uh, it's empty there. I love that, actually. That's 
So it's uh, it's only real heads in the gym right now. Wow. That uh, sounds worse, though. I don't want to go to a gym full of only the real heads. Oh, no. The real he- real heads at the gym are good. Okay. Yeah, they don't want to talk to you. Okay, I like that. Yeah. As bad as you don't want to talk to them. Great. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I like that. What um what are some big boy season foods? Uh turkey, obviously. Mm-hmm. Got to got to say turkey. Eggnog. Eggnog is a big boy season food for yeah. sure. Um Christmas tree cakes? Yes, I would agree with Christmas tree cakes. Um any stew? Uh rolls. Rolls. Um, big boy season definitely overlaps with hearty stew season. Yes, exactly. And um, that's, uh, that... Any gourd based food is a big boy season option. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, baba ganoush. Mm. Ah, yes. A, a good eggplant baba ganoush. The baconator <laughs> from Wendy's. Um, yeah, yeah. Fast, fast foods are good. Fast food is good during big boy season. You know, don't, uh, don't make yourself feel bad on the food. But... Sure. But don't make yourself feel bad for eating it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, I want it to be clear also that we did not invent big boy season. Certainly not. Uh, this has been around... Jamie... Uh, for for generations. Would you mind pulling up the Know Your Meme page, Jamie, uh, for big boy season? Thank you so much. I can't believe... There's no big boy season, know your meme. We invented this. I guess. Big boy season on Urban Dictionary. All right. Well, let's pull that up. It's It's been in the cultural ether. It's on Reddit. We're just the first uh, uh, three dipshits to take it seriously as a holiday. That's true. uh, I I will say, Jamie sent me a picture um, that is one of the first iterations of... Uh, or the first mentions of big boy season I remember seeing back in probably 2016. And it's, uh, it's this, it's a picture of, uh, from an extremely goofy movie, Max's friend. Yeah. Go ahead and post that in the discord. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and post this in the discord. Uh, what is Max's Max from an extremely goofy movie's friend's name? Anybody? Um, goofy. It's not Pete. also his dad. It's Petey. It's might be Petey because it's Pete's Cause Pete's son. son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing. Yeah, it might be Petey. Uh, Lazy regardless. naming convention. Uh, notorious cartoon big boy Petey uh, is is depicted in the meme, and with him is um, the sort of uh, the sexy poet from an extremely goofy movie. I recall, yes. And uh, they're cuddling, and it says, "Ladies, it's officially big boy season. Get you one." So that's another uh, way you can celebrate big boy season. If you don't plan to become large yourself. You can get yourself a big boy. Yeah. You can um, sort of like uh, like a remora. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a cuddle remora. Yeah, you can just find yourself a large person for the season and... Uh, you know, wrap yourself up in a little papoose and strap yourself to their front or back. <laughs> They'll take you wherever you need it. Wherever you need to. Yeah, go. like a like a like a Totoro kind of. Um, exactly like a Turturro. A yeah. John Totoro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, my neighbor Turturro. <laughs> so yes, it is. It's Pete. Pete Junior. Okay. 
his father's Pete, his mother's name is Peg, and his sister's name is Pistol. Uh, ah. Very cool. Mm. Very sexy. That is <laughs> all right. <laughs> um. So. <laughs> Big boy season, uh, you'll notice, does overlap with cuffing season. Real quick. Jamie's got a waifu. Anyway. <laughs> didn't, wanna, didn't want that to get too far Thank away so before much. I uh, oh. went in on it. Yes, Jamie has the Urban Dictionary open for uh, big boy season. Jamie, you want to read that to us? The time of year when women are encouraged to get themselves a big boy. Underlined, a big boy. Now... That's, That's a little normative. It's, it's big it's, boy season. It, it's normative. It's not very inclusive. <laughs> yeah. We're going to fix We're going to fix it. the cultural phenomenon that is big boy season. Let me just add d- there's a follow up to it which it's big boy season. Let a fat guy bust a nut. All right. <laughs> All right. Listen. Everyone should be allowed to bust a nut. Agreed. Yeah, yeah for sure. That should be allowed. I was within say, reason, like you just don't do it in public. We are going to fix big boy season today. Yeah, we've already begun with this FAQ. Yes. Um, so it's 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 about either becoming larger or staying the same size and increasing the mass of your social circle <laughs> by including a larger person in it. It's true. Yes. Um, is there are there any other questions we haven't covered on the FAQ? Jamie, do you have any questions about Big Boy Season as a concept? Well, so far, I, it's, I can't find anything on the internet. Really? I can find images of Big Boy Season, but I can't find anything else. About so people now celebrating I'm fascinated it? by it, yes. Wow. I would like to, uh, boys, I would like to get into Big Boy Season. Okay. Okay. All right. Now, Jamie, this is great. We are two differently large boys, as been mm-hmm. uh, covered on the podcast many times before. Sure. Um, you got two, uh, got two versions of big friend here. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The two styles, <laughs> which means that Jamie, we're able to help you in either direction. <laughs> <laughs> what style of big you looking to become? Who? I don't know. One not will sure. make you less funny. Yeah. Hmm. So choose wisely. We're not going to tell you which one it is. Not <laughs> <laughs> to find out. I'm looking at photos of, I'd like to be Pooh Bear. Uh, summer body wasn't ready, but winter body is good to go. Hell yeah. Bod. That's my... So you're just looking to become softer? Yes. Sort of sort of round off some of those corners? Yes. I would like okay. to have a small shirt. Okay. Uh, I gotcha. Yes. Winnie the Pooh. Well, that's awesome. Yes. Yeah. Okay. No, and w- let's, first of all, let's talk food restrictions. Jamie, you got any food restrictions? As far as I'm aware, no. Really? Not lactose intolerant or anything? Okay, then start drinking milk. Eggnog. (laughs) Eggnog. Yeah, it is the season for it. Okay. Um, I need to see see you putting away a quart of that every two days. Yeah. Okay, that's a lot lot of nog. Yeah, Yeah. well, it's delicious, so lucky for you. Okay. Getting big, if it's not something that you've done by accident... Also, we're, we're not doctors. I feel like we should say. Oh yeah, neither one of us is doctors. Dietary, oh, okay. dietary okay. advice. Um, I'll also include the additional Dude. bonus disclaimer that I'm an idiot. Yeah. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. I'll go ahead and sign off. I also am one, uh, specifically when it comes to nutrition. That said, Jamie, what you're going to want to do uh, <laughs> is just eat a lot of carbs. Okay. Yeah, just just eat them. 
Um, take in some uh, some good fats. Um, Start making your foods greasier. Meat makes you feel okay. full, so avoid that. Only right. eat. Only get protein from peanut butter. Yeah, <laughs> actually, yeah. We're heading that way. Okay, okay. great. All right. Okay. That's, uh, it's also depression season, and look. Okay. Here's peanut butter sandwich. Ready. It to coincides go. with so many other mm-hmm. great okay. seasons. Okay, I see it. Jamie, here's my big boy season meal for you: mm-hmm. peanut butter sandwich with a glass of eggnog. You dip the sandwich into the nog. I swear to God, I've that's a lot. I hate to drink milk. I do not like mm-hmm. to drink it, but I will drink milk with a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Uh, I think that it's good with sweet items. So, I can do milk, but I'm, I'm nog a, seems like a lot for uh, me. You know what? That's fair. So I'm aware that this is. Uh, uh, ferociously unpopular, but I am a milk drinker. Yeah, Jill is too. Go on. Uh, it's it's for uh, muscle reasons. I don't mm-hmm. think I'd drink it if I um, wasn't lifting, you know, like so much fucking weight all the time. Yeah. Like it's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is something that should be noted. Uh, Heath is yipped. If I wasn't... Um, if I wasn't bench pressing 650 pounds for reps, yeah, I don't think I would be drinking uh, uh, drinking milk. I would probably stuff. I would probably land on something uh, like uh, water, ginger ale, or uh, something else to sort of drink all the time. So, do you when you drink milk, is it by itself, or will you just like have? Because the most abhorrent thing that Jill does uh, for me is she will. Drink a glass of milk with a bowl of spaghetti. Oh, no, no, no. Oh. She'll just... Oh, honey, no. I never drink milk with anything. With, a, like, a savory dinner. I, I shame chug it. Sure. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. That's fine. It, that's yeah. You drink it like I drink the green juices I steal from Walmart. You know when you're... You know, <laughs> you know when you look in the fridge and, and you think to yourself, I just need to put calories in myself. Yeah. Milk. Milk. Like, just, it's ready for you to, uh, the calories are ready for you right now. They're right there. I'm so, so lactose intolerant. Oh, you see, I am not that. Ah. Uh, helps that's with, good. with the whole thing. Yeah. If I want to do the thing, I, I would have to just drink egg, right? I just have to do the thing where uh, oh, the, Gaston the, does, where he eats a bunch of eggs. Oh, boop, Jamie, boop, that's boop, a great tip. Boop. Drink the eggs. Like, drink the dr- egg. Like get a glass of eggs and drink oh, it. Oh, Rocky style? Rocky style. Yeah. Rocky style? Yeah. Okay. You can, um, there's some stuff you can do to the egg. You can mix. You can, you can, you can put a swirl of liquor. sriracha in. Okay. If you mix it with liquor, it'll cook the egg. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. Uh, fire water, it, Again, of not doctors. Yeah, not okay. doctors. Well, but... you know, fire water will cook a thing or whatever. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you can pickle it. Mm-hmm. Put pickle juice on egg. And Lovely. Then do that. You put pickle juice on egg, it tastes good. Isn't that mm-hmm. what a Benedict egg is? I'm not sure. Yeah. You got, uh, yeah it's, you're thinking of Benedict poach. Arnold. He betrayed mm-hmm. us in uh, 1776. Yeah, you poach an egg oh, and vinegar. Oh, and hence the pickles. Okay. Yeah. You're thinking, oh like, an, oh, like an egged Benedict Arnold. So I found another thing for Big Boy Season that says, time of the year when everything is stolen. Where's my coat? Oh, darn, it's big boy season. Hashtag big, hashtag boy, hashtag season, hashtag what? stolen. Now, that seems way that off sucks. the mark. Yeah. It's 2008, though. 
if if I, if, I, if I could put it in a word, big boy season is about giving me giving myself a break. Okay. Yeah. It's a relatively relaxing time at the gym. Yeah. And so you know what? Let's just eat whatever I want. Yeah. For, for a while. For a couple of months. It's Let's yeah. not stress about one thing because there's so many things to stress about. Especially during this time of Let's year. Let's just not stress about a thing. Yeah. Let's make that conscious decision. Anyway, so that's that's kind of what it boils down to for me with Big Boy Season. You know what Big Boy Season means to me? What what does Big Boy Season mean to you, my man? Uh, Big Boy Season uh, to me is about becoming bigger so that you can better protect and cuddle with your loved ones. Big Boy Season is about, uh, as it relates to the self, it's about giving yourself a break. But as it relates to other people... It's about making sure that they know that they're cared for and that you will protect them with your body. That's true. That's true. That is, a, you, you get better at protecting people. Mm-hmm. The larger you are, the better you become at protecting people. One to one. <laughs> the harder it is for you to die. Yep. It's HP, baby. It's just, it's just health points. Get, get yourself an extra health bar for Christmas. Get yourself a health bar for Christmas. Just believe in yourself. We've got another definition for big boy season. Ooh. Uh, the time of year when it starts getting cold that women will get with bigger men for warmth. See, that's what we're talking about. Big boy season is about warmth. Um, we have an example. Friend one, uh, your boyfriend's a big boy. Friend two, it's cold out here, and he's my snuggle bear. Friend one, oh, right, it's big boy season. Yep. Classic blunder. Um, a lot of good boy con- lot, lot of good big boy content in here. Uh, here's another thing I'll say, uh, uh, as it res- relates to big boy season and cuffing season coinciding. Uh, the, I think a big reason for that is because the bigger you are, the warmer you are. And what's a bigger boy than two people? Two or more people. Oh, on, on each other's shoulders in a trench coat? or uh, Yeah. Cool. Yeah. You got to do that once. It's big boy season, yep. too. It's a big boy. Mm-hmm. The customary big boy parade is just a bunch of people, pairs of people on each other's shoulders in yep. a big coat walking down uh, Main Street in uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. <laughs> And it ends with a float with a human pyramid on it. The biggest boy of all. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Love that parade. Um, I, 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 now that the FAQ is over, let's get back on track. Mm-hmm. We have uh, a sort of benediction uh, yeah. for, for big boy season 2019, 2020. Um. And it's, uh, Alex, can you cue this one up for us? Can you tell us a little bit about this song? Nick Sanchez has written an original song. For the season. For the season of Big Boy Season. Nick is here with us via uh, telephone to introduce the clip. Nick, how are things there in sunny Los Angeles? The big uh, Sunny Los Angeles is wonderful. Um... Uh, yes, Nick Sanchez here introing the clip. I actually, um, I actually have to go. <laughs> uh, I actually have to run. 
just real quick. I have to drive because it's Los Angeles. But I've got a friend. I've got a friend here who's willing to talk about the clip. Um, uh, hey, do you want to come over here to intro the clip? I'll just hand you all off to him. Um, okay, I think sir. he's been on the show before, so you guys know him. Oh, cool. all right. Okay, here he is. Hey. Hey, hey come oh, here. Oh. Okay, great. Here's the phone. Hey, y'all in a band, dude? <laughs> Whoa, the band member. You're hanging out with Nick? Oh, the band member. It's great to hear from you. It hasn't been established in the lore that you two know each other. That's cool. Oh, uh, yeah. We met after a, uh, after a time I did a show, dude. <laughs> you did a show uh, in New York where Nick lives? No, after I did uh, after I did your show, dude. After I appeared on the program. Oh, okay. You guys met. I forgot about that. You guys were both in the studio at the same time. That's how you would. Uh, I didn't know that your friendship had sort of blossomed beyond that night. You guys kept in yeah, touch. Well, no, we uh, we figure out that we we both live in the in the northeast of America, and so uh, you know we start hanging out. <laughs> That's great. What do you guys like to do together? Um, we like to go to shows. He'll, he'll come to my shows sometimes. Uh, yeah. You ever uh, go to any of his shows? Uh, uh, I usually can't get in. They usually won't let me in. <laughs> that makes sense. Have you tried carrying one of your instruments in to sort of verify that you're supposed to be in there? Uh, yeah, that's what I usually do. Cause I don't have a ID. <laughs> Because I'm only 13. Whoa! The band member. You're only 13 years old? You wow, sound you so were, mature. I remember you being six foot seven in the studio, and I didn't ask your age. Wow. Yeah, I'm pretty... They say that I'm big for my age, but you, I as you remember, uh, my, the rest of my band is like 10 years old. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. Yeah. Uh, I remember so you being kind of the big guy. I dog. usually to, you know, show my age to shit I belong at his shows. Um, I'll usually bring, you know, my guitar or, you know, just like I'll usually like sing a Blink-182 song for the whoever, the bouncer, the security guard or, or the uh, the bartender, you know, whoever it is who's, you know, checking my days. Yeah, I got you. band member. Here's what's uh, getting me right now. Um, how come the security guys don't like have the name of your band? on maybe a clipboard or something so when you say it they don't let you in well no they don't let me in the nick's shoes oh, oh i see oh yeah 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 i i get into my shoes all the time man hey, i'm a lead singer of band dude <laughs> of course they're gonna true. let me in okay you didn't say you, you didn't say like I'm, I'm nick's friend can i come in please no that no I, nick doesn't like to say that uh doesn't like me to say that we're friends. Uh, I see. Because he think that it'd be weird if he started saying that a thirteen year old is his friend. I get that. That makes sense. So, band member, what do you have for us today? Uh, yeah. So, uh, Nick wrote uh, and uh, recorded a uh, a song about uh, a big boy season. And I'm really, I'm real uh, prepared this season, calling it big boy season because. Um, you know, I'm big. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, so, uh, you know, it's just about that, basically. <laughs> and it's a parody song. Um, and you'll find out, hopefully, what song it's parodying as it's happening. 
Okay. Uh, if not, sure. uh, it's uh, the song Big Shot by Billy Joel. <laughs> oh, okay. Thank you, the right. band member. Thank you. We'll listen for it. Thank you so much, band member. Uh-huh. Hey, you guys are doing great there, man. I need to uh, come back in the studio and hang out with you guys. It would be great to have you back. Yeah, we would, lo- we would love to, for you to come down and chop it up again with us, bud. Yeah, and maybe uh, when I come back, we can do a whole episode where it's just me. I Don't threaten us with a good time. That's what I'll say. Yeah. Bye, band member. <laughs> I've got an extensive backstory. All right, you guys uh, have a great time, uh, great episode, and keep it real. I hope it's a John. <laughs> us too. Nick, we all, uh, band member, we also hope it's a John. <laughs> I hung up already. Uh, <laughs> so do we want to listen to, uh, you know what, without further ado? Uh, without further ado, big boy season. Well, you had heat blasting in your limousine Cause your body can't handle the cold You had extra layers under your pants Because you're rocking in bones Ooh, and when you wake up in the morning With your toes off freezing Even though your five blankets deep Go on and cry cause you're tiny But don't try calling with me Because it had to be a big Boy season, we had to fill on the farmhouse. It had to be a big boy season. All our friends are so beefed out. You had to keep yourself undersized. You know that's not how you get clowns. You had to keep your little waist tight. You should have been a big boy last night. <laughs> Real good, Nick. Yeah, great job, Nick. And they were all impressed. You're a skinny legend and your pants sizes under the teens. And the story of your diet success, you sound a little insane. Ooh, but now you just don't remember how you used to be big. And you're not sure that you want to know. I'll give you one hit, honey, that's better with a big boy glow. Yes, yes, it had to be a big boy season. We had to fill on up our mouth. It had to be a big boy season. All my friends are so beefed out. Because if you are the big old thick guy, you're so much fun to be around. You had to be the small boy, weak type. You should have been a big boy last night. Whoa. Quick reminder that this is a parody song <laughs> written and performed by Nicholas Sanchez. Original music, Big Shot by Billy Joel. Well, there's no big sand to keep your dumb self thin if that's really how you want to go. But man, I'm here to remind if you're big, then you're never alone. No, 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 you had to be a big boy. See, son, we had to fill on up our mouths. It had to be a big Boy season, all our friends are so beefed out. You had to keep yourself undersized. You know that's not how you get clowns. You had to keep your little waist tight. You should have been a big boy last night. Whoa.
I want to say a big shout out to <laughs> Keith and Alex for asking me to write and perform this song. Big shout out to the Praise Down, everyone at the Praise Down family. Good trash media as well. <laughs> Big shout out to all the big boys out there. Y'all know how it is. Now I'm just going to let the karaoke track play out. I have four roommates, so it was hard to find a time in the apartment where I was alone to record this. That was Nick Sanchez with Big Boy Season, a parody of uh, Big Shot by Billy Joel. Uh, and what a benediction that was, my friends. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, it really connected me with the spirit of Big Boy Season. Mm-hmm. Got to get that big boy glow. I'm glowing. Yeah. Uh, well, Nick, uh, Nick, we're all feeling truly inspired uh, over, here you, at the, over here at the Praise Down family. Thank you so much for uh, kicking off Big Boy Season the way it was meant to be kicked off. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. And I will say, uh, if any of our listeners have a piece of Big Boy Season-related art that they'd like to share, um, be that you know poetry. I know Heath has written something. I've written a sonnet. Uh, Heath has written a sonnet that we will debut either this episode or next episode. Next, um, next episode. Next let's, episode. Let's, okay. let's space out the space content. amount. Okay, I'm going to be writing some prose uh, about Big Boy season um, that we will unveil at some point. So, <clears throat> you know, feel free to uh, send us that in either our uh, Twitter DMs or on the new Praise Down Discord that's been really popping off. Uh, we've had a, a really good time in the Praise Down Discord. Uh, a lot of people getting in there, posting. That's true, Alex. A uh, lot of lot of posting has been going on in the Praise Down it's Discord. A lot, of, lot of goofs, a lot of a uh, lot of lot of memes and and, mm-hmm. and dreams and harebrained schemes. The three parts the, of a friendship over at the Praise Down Discord. Uh, do you guys want to do a brief thoughts and prayers? I would love to. We're going to um, we're going to listen to a video, I suppose. Okay. The title of this video comes from Vice News. Uh, the title of the video is uh, "Hillsong Pastor Carl Lentz Wears Supreme and Is Friends with Justin Bieber." We're just going to see what happens. Well, there's an ad here, so wait, no, that's not an ad. It's this is the video. Sorry about that. One more time. This mega church pastor wears supreme and his friends with Justin Bieber. Do you think Jesus would have worn Rick Owens? Often people ask about that, the fashion stuff. And the only reason why they ask is they're just not used to seeing a church where people look like normal people. So if you come into our church, we already win because I look just like you. I have regular stuff on. Okay, first, first, first impressions. Um, regular stuff on. Get, yeah, uh, get a load of the guy with a regular shirt on. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, sort uh, of a, the, not, the, the, off. the regular shirt. Now, this is, uh, I want to say, not a deep, not a V-neck, but it is a deep U. It's like a sort of swoop. Yeah. Like a U-neck. And it's, uh, 
and it's thinner than toilet paper. It's crazy. Uh, you could see the person next to him's nipples if yeah. they touched. That's how thin th- 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 shirt is. You can see through Good. his nipples into his rib cage is how thin the shirt is. <laughs> yeah, thank you for that punch up. Yep. <laughs> really floundered. Um, continuing. You have Rick Owens on. We talked about this. My baby, don't mess around because... Church attendance is on the decline, but not at Hillsong. Service is 90 minutes, throbbing with attractive, racially diverse people, and is a cross between Soul Cycle and karaoke with a band. Jesus, I pray tonight that you would do what only you can do. This journalist uh, called Church Soul Cycle <laughs> with karaoke. Okay. That's very funny. Which uh, yeah. I kind of unironically like yeah that's very good <laughs> i would go to that if it wouldn't destroy my lungs <laughs> karaoke soul cycle come on mm-hmm. so carl lance is about to talk i think carl speaks for a half hour in between songs in a race against modern attention spans shut up <laughs> and it's a formula that scales for huge audiences conferences are held in stadiums like madison square garden merch of course is crucial your flock, so to speak, is 8,000 strong. Is this just a long con to sell books? This is separate from church in that we're not bringing it into church. This isn't like a built-in what? audience. It, it, so the, the, the real short answer is no. I can uh-huh. speak for my own life. God has never called me at a good time. That is exactly how you should be living right now. Worship until God tells you to stop. If you've heard of Hillsong, it's likely... Uh, do- yeah. All right. Mm, okay. This Go guy's on. got fashion frames in. Man. He's got a ball, he got a ball cap of some kind. Um, I really just want to... I really want to draw our attention to sort of the back end of the video here. Because... Um, okay. This sort of unfolds predictably. He's friends. Sure. He's friends with Justin Bieber, and he's, uh, you know, he's got he's got uh, cool shoes or yeah. whatever, and millions uh, and millions of dollars. Looks looks like a sort of uh, one of those like conservative Instagram dipshits. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, like sort of post thirst traps where uh, he's got his shirt off and he's like holding his head in bed and he's just like what, what? thinking about it. The, just thinking or yeah. what what are you thinking about right yeah what are you thinking about it's a good thirst trap sort of thing to do yep um okay so i've gotten to the back half of the video here Dean. so you're an influencer and even a hashtag influencer if you could influence politics in the u.s would you take it that far yeah i i think i've had some some small moments where i've had a chance to do that a little bit uh-huh. yeah, I'm open to whatever but i don't think i'll i'll be doing politics solely no but if there was like a hillsong member in the oval office that would be pretty cool it would be rad yeah i've done some white house stuff on the sly what does that mean like been in rooms with people who make big decisions which administration uh this one oh uh-oh oh <laughs> oh okay so uh I don't know. What do you think about that? 
I mean, uh, none of uh, it's all very predictable. <laughs> the Hillsong uh, sort of whole brand um, has always been pretty upsetting to me. Sure, yeah, definitely. It's like the Disney of of Christianity, right? Um, Just great worship albums, objectively. Yeah, look, yes, but like. You got a lot of money. You're probably gonna be able to do that. Make a good yeah. worship album. Oh, sorry, it started again. But that's the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this guy uh, sort of looks like um, sort of looks like Zoomer Diddy Kong or whatever. Yeah, yeah, he does. Um, just uh, he's got the hat. Man, he just looks like. He he just does not look like a guy from real life. He looks like a Facebook DJ. He looks like he looks like a Second Life avatar. This walking Second Life yeah. avatar, Carl Lentz, uh, is uh, you know raking in a bunch of money now, off of uh, off of good worship albums. Mm-hmm. Credit to credit to Carl. Yeah, or, and his Carl and his skilled composers, his skilled friends. Yeah. Credit credit to that. The books. I don't know. I haven't read the book, but he's in he's in the room. He's in the room with forty five. I'm gonna go ahead and say Carl Lentz is Carmen to me. A generational evil. Yeah. yeah. A generational evil. A horrible right wing grifter. Uh enriching himself uh off of uh, spiritual empty calories. Yeah, definitely. I yeah. would also like to point out that he he lo- he just looks like a Grand Theft Auto character. Oh man, let me. Oh my god, dude, come on. Can you rotate it for me? God, dude. Oh man, man, come he, on. He looks like a. You know what? He looks like a character from one of those horny anime chat rooms that mm-hmm. are 3D, where you can like do the make out. Yeah, emote with somebody forever. So that sucks. Uh, Yeah. Like, it's not... I don't even want to make jokes about it. I'm too upset. (laughs) It's like... It's just bad. Fair enough. Let's bring up the mood uh, with with Toon Talk, huh? Yeah. All right, buckle down. We're going to get into some Toon Talk right now. Welcome to Toon Talk. So uh, I, I, may, I might have heard uh, from, from somebody earlier on in the show that it was uh, big boy season. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I brought, I brought something fun. Um, half, callback from, half callback from a previous episode, half, half seasonal uh sort of seasonally appropriate situation um we're going to listen to beautiful offerings by big daddy wee okay now this is <laughs> i forgot uh, that this was called beautiful offerings yeah 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 i i picked it for that reason <sighs> this is the one we made fun of that one episode yeah yeah you remember Masterpieces. Masterpieces from a genius. (laughs) All right. Let's. 
find out how beautiful these offerings really are. Well, <laughs> you are in for a treat, my man. The first track off of Beautiful Offerings is Beautiful Offering. Shut the... All right. It sounds like an Oklahoma wedding dance song so far. How intentional do you think that is? Very. Oh, fuck, dude. I will say this kind of goes. Damn, we got one hand up. Yeah. One hand up here in the studio. Oh no. Unfortunately, I think this is very good. <laughs> I'm like very into this. What's doing it for you? I don't know. It's just, It's definitely an amalgamation of ingredients that I would normally hate. Yeah, what are what okay, so let's <laughs> Let's pick it apart. What are the ingredients you hate? Acoustic guitar. Yeah, you hate that. Um, an earnest man. An earnest man. No thank you. That's my favorite uh, Jean-Luc Godard movie. Uh, an earnest man. L'homme est But it does it. I think this is like... It's good worship music in a way that, like, yeah, sure, fine. It's, yeah. uh, you know, it's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not uh, super sucked in by sure. it. Sure. I liked, um, I liked the intro to, to it a lot. Yeah, I liked all the strings. Uh, one I thing, I, one thing I did pick up is they're still doing that thing. This is a uh, this record's from 2015. They're still doing that 2006 oh. thing where it's like we've got to have like an intro and it and it's got to slap harder than anything else. Yep. Um, otherwise, you know, why even write a song? Yeah. So so they did that, but <clears throat> Christian music is behind. That's true. God, and it's and it's 2015, and it's not their fault. Nope. The next the next song is called My Story. Okay. If I told you my story. You know what I like uh, about worship vocals is they're always mixed with reverb that's not like in your face but it does sound like they're on the side of a mountain can I punch this take up yeah the, the one cool thing that Christian contemporary does that other genres don't get to do is boomers doing emo voice whoa it's breathy it's got a lot of feelings. It's got fucking it's, U2 disease. It's boomer. <laughs> worship is boomer emo. Yeah. Well, because that's what U2 was. Yeah. U2 is boomer emo. 
and U2 is basically a worship band. Yep. There's the proto-worship band. They've basically inspired every worship song, sort of vibe-wise, yep. since they've been around. Hyper-sincere arena shit. That's what you want. Now, sometimes I can hear him going from emo voice into Nickelback voice a little bit. He sort of rides that line. The worst offenders of worship band with Nickelback voice is, of course, Third Day. Sorry, Dad. Uh, Yeah, Third Day, definitely. Yeah. Uh, Boromir looking ass guy. Fuck, they all do look like Boromir. They all look like Boromir. (laughs) Um, the next song, we have quite a few to get through. I'm texting that to my dad right now. (laughs) Good. We have quite a few to get through. This song is called I Belong to God. Uh, Here we go. Drums are tight. Yeah, this is good. Well. Okay. (laughs) Come on. All right. Spread your love and fly. Uh, that could have been anything. The first five seconds, that could have been any song. <laughs> and it was this one. All around the world, statues crumble for me. <laughs> I walk a lonely road, the only road that I have ever known. You said this is 2015? 2015. Wow. Yeah. Okay, I'm back. Sorry, I'm done texting my dad. This does sound like it's from 1999, right? Alternative take. It's also... He's doing Mumford & Sons vocals. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Mm, yeah. This is a band that's been around forever. Could we just listen to one of their songs from, like, the first album? Just to see. The Lion and the Lamb? How about that one? Hit it. This is Lion and the Lamb. It's the most popular Big Daddy Weave song. Uh, just to just to help listeners at home calibrate. Welcome back to the OC. I just want to hear what his voice sounds like. Yeah. I gotta know. Just long intros that don't need yeah, to be man. so long. It's what, big, though. What was in the water those last two decades? Alright, so he's always been kind of doing this. This is just, it's just arena shit. It's made to be played in huge rooms, which is why the intros are so long. The sound waves need time to reach the back of the room. By the time the back is done with the intro, the first one's already halfway through the first chorus. The 
front row? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, sure. Uh, another thing that that upsets me about worship specifically is that there are a lot of missed opportunities in worship. Yeah, there's a lot of sort of uh, production and like little beats, and uh, maybe like the bass player has a laptop out or something. Yeah, in these worship bands, uh, but they never do anything. It's just like an in- it's just like an intro for the intro. Yep, they could be doing so much cool stuff in worship music. It's just like uh, every every worship song. Where like I don't know like somebody pushes a button on a laptop and it goes yeah and then the actual drums come in and the guitars come in the rest of the band comes in and the whole production track is just like gone yep. it's in the fucking wind mm. do some like stuff with it you know what I'd like to see in worship music what? big soaring nineteen seventies guitar solos. Big ones. Big ones. I'm not talking like wanky. Uh, not not some Ingve Malmsteen. No, man. I'm talking like like big Pink Floyd ones where they hold a note for ten seconds and like. Ooh, yeah. man. Pink Floyd solos are perfect for worship. They're perfect for worship. Yeah. Yeah. You can't possibly seem like you're showing off. Yep. I guess you can. It depends on the solo, but it's so easy to avoid. Yeah, man. Just anything but. The worship band guitar solo now is abysmal. It sucks. Uh, sucks shit. It's just do do, uh, t do, do t do. Where my soulfish heads at? Right. Where my soulfish heads at. Uh, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> the next song is called "Come Sit Down." Okay. I still like it so far. This one's doing nothing for me. Yeah, it's a Grey's Anatomy song. I mean, it's pretty. Definitely. And I can recall a specific time in my life where I... Love that guitar. See, they're good with atmosphere in this. Big Daddy Weave knows how to make something feel big. I'd agree with that. You know, growing up on worship music probably is what got me into post-rock so bad. Yo, I bet. Damn, it's a wonder I never got into post-rock. Worship music is a gateway drug to explosions in the sky. Yep, it a- oh, it absolutely is. Explosions in the sky is basically worship music. That's why it was safe to use for Friday Night Lights! Yeah, and, the okay, because you you want to stop listening to Christian bands at some point. I get it. You, yeah. You, you, you grow up sometimes and you change. 
Um, the first thing you want, you don't want, uh, you know, unless you're a full on, uh, like high school goblin type. Yeah. Uh, you're not reaching for, um, you know, GG Allen or whatever first. Right. You're probably reaching for explosions in the sky because it sounds like your worship music and it doesn't have any words. So you're not hurting God by listening to it. There we go. It's neutral. Yeah. Unlike music with lyrics that are not Christian. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, you don't have to feel guilty about about God being sad, but you also get your juicy, juicy secular music. The next song was "Lion and the Lamb," and we already listened to that one, so we're gonna skip ahead to "Heaven Is Here." Wait, is this just a greatest hits album then? It doesn't say anywhere on here. <laughs> Come on, this is weird. Sounds like uh, hate, sonar. Fucking hate worship music. You can't tell, like, why does every worship band need a best of album? Why do they Why do they all need Come three on, or four? Man. You know what I mean? Be- because. Okay. Uh, we're go- Okay, here's the album now. We can't do Beautiful Offerings. It's probably a best of. Okay. Um. I picked a 37-minute album. It's definitely an album. It's Fields of Grace. All right, let's do it. I do have to get out of here at around 8.45 because I'm hosting Othellus. Let's go halfway through. All right. <laughs> We're going to start in the middle of Fields of Grace with everything go. you are. You are holy. This sucks. God of the this is Boomer Emo voice, though. Almighty. Oh, you're going to hate what I'm about to say. Creation. Motherfucker sings like Jack Black. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Hear no mercy scratch. I've been batting a little bit. I've been batting down, down, Man, that broke me. He sure does. <laughs> I do. I do just want to hear the beginning again because yeah, you're the, so you're so right. The beginning, especially, is Jack Black. You are holy, God of the heavens. <laughs> God of the heavens. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm I'm uh I've found a way to ironically enjoy this. It's good. Ooh! Just be your everything. Fine. from where Jamie good idea
Mobile, Alabama. Okay. Ah, Mobile, Alabama. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought those were stationary boys. Right. Band members hey. met in college uh, while attending stationary Alabama. They met in college while attending University of Mobile. Okay. Hmm. Alab- they're, they're, they're Alabama guys. Guess so. All right. The next song is called Pharisee. Oh, baby, let me see them go. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm doing uh I'm doing the Europe song. Oh fuck. Pharisee Dana Nana Oh Marching down the trail of tears. <laughs> so here's the song Pharisee. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. I did just read they had a saxophone player. I was wondering when this- it was gonna come into play. Rules. Is this Christian Dave Matthews? Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a Rouge the Bat level. This could be in a, like a Cowboy Bebop band. Yeah. Which is he messed is, up. But. He is doing a little bit of Dave Matthews voice stuff. I'm loving this. Yeah, this song, uh, this song rips. Yeah, this one is great. Up next, we have, uh, oh, or <laughs> this one's called Prelude. Okay. It's not the first song. Yeah. Prelude. Let's hear it. Prelude. Ooh. Hi, I'm Henry Winkler, and here at Pottery Barn, we uh, have pots to sell. A big old house. I'm not here where I live. I live in the hill, not the house. I like the house, but I live in the hill. I'm renting it out. From the back of my drag you up. Oh, this is tra- this is completely free. It, it, oh, it snuck it up on you. It sneaked it in. Right. Did you want to sing more on Prelude for a second? Uh, uh okay. Beverly Hills, <laughs> that's where I want to be. Living in Beverly Hills. 
Who's next? That was mine. It's a short track. So this is the last track. Uh, it's called uh, You In Me. Ooh. You in, uh, in... In, I-N? Short for inside. Oh. Me. Okay. But, you didn't, but you didn't hear it from me. You, okay. heard, it from, you heard it from your friend, uh, friends over at Big Daddy Weave who decided to call the name of this song. Get on their case, Tipper Gore. This is awesome. Look, I do greatly appreciate the saxophone. Yeah. Ooh. Whoa, kind of a... Ooh. He still sounds like Jack Black. He still sounds just like Jack Black. Yeah, he does. I'm sorry, Maybe. I just now saw a photo of them, uh, and these guys look like they have good values. Yeah, yeah, they look they look like sweeties. They really do. Yeah, man. Oh, hang on. Yeah. Oh, Heath's doing the Pete Buttigieg dance. Heath, no, Heath, no. All right, guys, we got him. <laughs> All right, I've hit Heath with a poisoned blow dart. He's still doing the dance. Nothing can stop him. Oh no! He's doing it faster. <laughs> I had to stop because I kept uh, getting my hands stuck on cables, but I was doing the Pete Buttigieg dance, ironically, to this song. It's good. Man, okay, yeah, we, we're gonna have to edit out the silence, but that was yeah. fun. Sort of a gif of Stephen, Stephen a Smith dancing. Yeah. How's it end? Whoa! 
Eat no! <laughs> Look. <laughs> I mean, that last one was great. So it's um, th- this will not be a, an official rating. Okay. Because uh, we sort of sure. picked the best of on accident for a, for a bit. Yeah. Um, now, let's line out the facts. Yeah. Uh, did the did a song on this album make me do the Pete Buttigieg uh, uh, dance? High hopes dance. Yes. Yes. Am I glad that it did that to me? No. Yet. No. But am I impressed that it did that to me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I sure am, but <laughs> Yeah. So I, I will also say that there's a lot of irony value in the Pete Buttigieg dance. Now, uh, he does sound like Jack Black, and I think that's a plus. I think that's very cool. Yeah. Uh, good, good sort of like boomer emo voice. Yep. Thing that we discussed, and uh, the saxophone is great. Yeah, the saxophone's great. Saxophone really it put it over so the edge happy. for me. I uh, I went from kind of thinking this was forgettable nonsense, but we were listening to a best of album. The good stuff is always on the normal albums. The good stuff is always on the normal albums. Yep, uh, that's that is a fact. Uh, so. Now, Heath, do you think that this is good music for Big Boy Season? Well, it's very rustic. Yeah, it is. And it's made by a big boy, and it's four big spaces. The Yeah, the sound is big. It's, yeah. it's like arena, mm-hmm. sort of arena. It's like kind of folky on that one. Kind of, yeah. Kind of a little folky. And a little, a little jazzy in like a, like an Al Jarreau way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I would say I would say that, uh, and I would also say that a lot of the acoustic guitars sort of make you think of Cracker Barrel. Yeah, and uh, being inside, which is, you know, not the official restaurant of Big Boy Season, but only because nope. they won't return my emails. Right. We, now, yeah. Uh, now, if anybody would like, if anybody out there is a listener and owns a restaurant and would like their restaurant to be the official restaurant of Big Boy Season, yeah, yeah, uh, talk to us. Talk to us. Uh, we want Big Boy Season to be an interactive experience. Yeah, we would like for this to be a thing in real life. Now, my uh, unofficial, you know, pending listening to the full album rating. Uh, let's call it an eight. No Judas. Yeah, that feels right to me. It, it didn't. It it held my attention, and it was delightful at times. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Is eight too high for those standards, though? Make it a seven. It could have. There has been worse stuff by by a magnitude of minus six mm-hmm. on here. So let's call it a seven. No Judas. I agree with all your points. I'm trying to think about my score. I also liked that first song we listened to more than you did. So I think mine is an eight. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I really liked the saxophone was so upbeat and cheerful, like the end of a movie from like 94, like a cartoon movie would have saxophone in it. Like we're back. I feel like look is, is this the digital heaven jam? Yeah, I think so. Okay. You've got to add it. It's your playlist, but welcome to digital heaven. You and me. (laughs) 
Is this the one that made you do the Pete Buttigieg dance? Yeah, it is the one that okay. made you do the Pete Buttigieg dance. So it's uh, got to go on there. Well, if you want us to plug something, you can follow me uh, at Premium Thinker on Twitter, at ASMR Man Cave on Instagram, and uh, at Premium Thinker in the video game Warframe. You can add me and join uh, join our clan. The big friends. Alex is also on Warframe. He'll plug his name when it's his turn. Yep. And it is, so... Hi, I'm Alex Sanchez. I'm Sirius Sanchez on Twitter, Sirius Sanchez on Instagram, Sirius Sanchez on Warframe. Uh. Again, the clan on Warframe is the big friends. Yeah. Um, this has been the praise down. Uh, we got to give thanks. Yeah. Uh, thank you to Jarvix for our intro. Thank you to Cameron Brewer for our outro, Holy Ghost Riding the Whip. And thank you to Wampus for Toon Talk. And uh, thank you to Molly Devine for talking the walk. Yeah, that, that stinger wasn't in this show, but we're always thankful for, for, yeah. for that stinger, Molly. Thank you so much. Uh, good Trash Media for... Uh, All their help. For being here. For, yeah. just, for, just, for just freaking being here. Yeah, be nice to them. Yeah. Uh, go to GoodTrashMedia.com for more content and more podcasts and, and, and written things. Stuff. And, you know, stuff, stuff that you love to see if you, love, if you know how to read. Uh, folks, we're going to get out of here the same way we always do with our catchphrase uh, that's been the same since day one. You all know it. Uh, and it's, when the going gets tough, the tough get big. And the big get bigger. Yeah! Happy big boy season, everyone. Another take because I came up with another one. Uh, God big us, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>